This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Amir, with my co-host Jordan today to go over all of the potential free agent running back options for the Broncos here coming up in a week or so. Um, we're recording this as of Thursday, so it is officially six days away until free agency kicks off and then teams can officially start putting pen to the paper for their teams. Super excited for free agency to kick off and hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. As you know, uh, lots of news has been coming out recently that Javante Williams might be missing some very, very lengthy time in 2023, meaning the Broncos are certainly going to have to add at least one running back in free agency, whether it's going to be Latavius Murray or even adding another you know, veteran option in free agency or potentially some of the younger guys. Because this free agency, it's it's I want to say it's like too, too loaded, but there are some really, really good uh, running back options and even really young running back options as well. Um, as we've seen a, a few running backs get traded on the rookie contracts and even cut on the rookie contracts. So Super excited to dive into this episode and more. We got plenty of running back breakdowns today for you guys. Going to go over their age, what contract they're expected to receive, and what we think about them and our verdict at the very end on what we want to do at the running back position. Um, today, it's just going to be free agent running back options. We'll have a full episode dedicated you know, around the draft to all the free or the, excuse me, the uh, NFL draft running backs. But before we jump into all that and more, Jordan, uh, you ready to get this thing kicked off? Yeah, I'm ready, man. It's going to be... It's very like the, the running back is very interesting this offseason. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, it's a lot of big names and it's a lot of sleepers too. Exactly, exactly. So that's a good way to flow into uh, the beginning of this episode. Um, and trust me, guys, this episode hurts my heart a lot because Javante Williams, my favorite player. Um, it you, you we're kind of like looking at potential, you know, replacements for him essentially. Um, and you know, not long term, you know, hopefully he can get back to that stardom and be the, our bell cow, you know, eventually down, you know, the line for the Broncos' future. But um, we're gonna have to be looking at free, you know, replacements in free agency for him. Um, then hopefully adding a guy late in the draft. Um, or potentially in the third or fourth round. So um going to go ahead and start off our, our free agent running backs today. So our first our running back I want to go ahead and talk about today is the most obvious one, the one that's been linked to us the most. Um, it is former Chiefs and Browns running back Kareem Hunt. Um, he is 27 years old. He signed a two-year $12 million contract with Cleveland two years ago, and he's currently projected for an even bigger con contract. He's projected for a two-year $14 million deal, according to Spot Track. He's coming off a season with 468 rushing yards, 3.8 yards per carry, four total touchdowns, and 210 receiving yards. Um, obviously, the most notable season of his career was a rookie year. We had a thousand rush, or excuse me, 1,300 rushing yards in Kansas City, 455 receiving yards, 11 total touchdowns. He was selected to the Pro Bowl. An incredible season. 
Um, and then most obvious thing is he he has connections to new Broncos running back coach Lou Ayeni, who coached him in all of high school and one year at Toledo in 2013. They both have a very close friendship and bond. He is constantly being leaked to the Broncos, um, you know, the last few days or so, um, especially during the combine. We heard from Matthew Berry that he's hearing some uh, whispers that the Broncos are being linked to um, Kareem Hunt as a potential suitor in free agency reunited with uh, running back coach Lou Ayeni, as I mentioned. So, um, what what do you think about Kareem Hunt? Should the Broncos go after him, or should they, uh, you know, survey their uh, other options here coming up in free agency? Oh, Kareem Hunt's number one on my list. I mean, it's for obvious reasons. I think that he could be a running back one in the league. Um, he's a mainly his, his strength to me is a receiving back. I mean, of course, you know, he he can run the ball too, but I think his strength comes with his hands. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love him. I mean, I don't think he's gonna. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of teams interested in him, but I think you know the Broncos having his running back coach from college is definitely gonna draw some interest. And Sean Payton, you know, he's talked about having that one-two punch receiving back, and you know things like that. We kind of know what he wants to run there with the running back. So I think Kareem Hunt's a perfect fit. I think that he'll get his chance. You know, to prove that you know that he can be a running back one. Um, obviously, when Javante comes back, you know they're gonna be splitting. But I think, uh, but I think honestly, he didn't mind the fact that you know he was splitting with Nick Chubb. I just think it was. The Browns, as some games, just wouldn't utilize him, just wouldn't use him at all. And I think Sean, Sean Payton really doesn't really, you know, he doesn't really do that. Like with the Saints, he always gave other running backs carries and gave Kamara his carries and his catches. Um, but the main thing is going to be about the money. I think the Broncos can definitely afford him. Um, you know, you see all these reports coming out saying, you know, they, that if the Broncos, you know, they can release these four players here, then they create $30 million in cash space plus with the cash space you already have. So I think we'll be well enough, you know, and capable to uh, pay him, afford him. But, yeah, he's number one on my list. I would love Denver to get him. Yeah, even though he's projected for a two-year, $14 million deal, you know, a $7 million annual salary, um, you know, I still think he's going to get a little bit of a team-friendly deal just be- Excuse me, just because his uh, former coach is going to be his uh, coach here in Denver, which I I guarantee you is very very appealing. I I guarantee you after we made that hire, you know we skyrocketed on his list, especially with Sean Payton being hired, um, all these offensive assistants, you know hires, um, and you just overall staff. I feel like, uh, um, and then you know the accusations that we're gonna you know bring in here as well. I, I assume that we're gonna re, you know. Uh, rebuild that offensive line and you know certainly be a, a good um you know asset and good thing in uh cream hunt's eye if he wants to choose denver ultimately um i've heard benjamin albright say that um cream hunt could be one of those guys that actually is like you know something like the third wave free agency he believed that cream hunt's one of those guys that actually wait a little bit um and be patient actually pick him up you know later in free agency which is interesting uh, we're yeah. hearing about the bigger names that so we're going to get to uh david montgomery um you know miles Sanders, all those guys are kind of like the biggest names in free agency at the running back position. So the Broncos, they might be able to wait. It's, it really depends on what Kareem Hunt wants to do, how much he's wanting. Um, but according to this contract, um, he might want you know around uh, you know seven million a year. I think he's going to settle for around like five million a year ish, maybe five point five. Um, yeah. But I, I certainly, uh, you know, you do make a, a good point that um, he has been taking a little bit of the backseat to uh, Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb is, in my opinion, the best running back in the league. So um, it was, you know, no, you know, understandably so by Kevin Stefanski and that coaching staff. But I, I think, uh, bless you, I think he is Thank certainly you. due for um, a really, really good season. 
um, you know, whether it's going to be as an RB1 or RB2 here in Denver. So um, my yeah. my verdict, my verdict is I think he I think he definitely should be on the Broncos radar as a potential signing here. Um, the money is definitely going to be um, a little bit taken into consideration. And also, I was I was thinking about it last night and I can't help can't help but think about, you know, the legal trouble he got into early in his career. Um, the Broncos aren't really those that type of team to bring in those kind of guys with that history. You never, you almost never see them bringing you know guys with that kind of legal trouble. I think the the guy that closest to ever any kind of you know trouble Randy like Gregory. that is uh, Randy Gregory, and yeah. you know that's that's basically not even a rule anymore, I believe. And you know they've kind of you know tweaked the rules with that. You can you know obviously use a substance you know substance abuse uh, policy that he violated, but the rules and you know everything has changed nowadays. So uh, besides that, I don't really think they brought in guys like that um you yeah, know from what i've yeah from what i've seen nick chubb or excuse me um cream hunt he has changed his behavior has changed uh certainly um he's changed for the better but um you never know i wonder what kind of you know um I, I don't think that'll play too much into it but i definitely think it's being a conversation that's entertained in the broncos front office yeah I, i'm gonna say with the whole thing um i think you know a lot of teams looked at it as self-defense the part where he really got in trouble was you know the fact that he you know he lied to kansas city early on and then was like well i'm gonna just lie and i'm gonna keep playing until you know the truth comes out that's where he kind of messed up at um but the whole thing you know he he came back into the league he was on the exemplist came back and everything like that but i think you know all saying is gonna be like the third wave you're gonna see a lot of free agents like that <clears throat> i mean mm -hmm. obviously like you know the offensive lineman i think they'll just go somewhere you know easily because they're gonna be getting the most money yeah. in free agency and those you know the bigger the bigger names but i think a lot of those like underrated options like guys like kareem Hunt, they're gonna wait to see those big into those big dominoes fall you've seen it like you know how everybody's waiting on aaron Rodgers to kind of figure out where he was going last year. He stayed in Green Bay, and then the market flowed. I think this offseason is going to be some kind of similar. If Aaron Rodgers does go to the Jets, um, you're going to see a lot of – it's going to be it's going to be a lot of guys just waiting on it, you know what I'm saying? Because like, because it's going to dictate where guys want to go. You know, some guys are like, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, I got to get I, I, I got to get over there. Same thing goes with Lamar Jackson. I think, I think a lot of teams are going to wait to see those dominoes fall before, you know – hopefully before free agency start because it's going to be a little pause in free agency. The only guys who probably get signed is like the top, top, top free agents like Orlando Brown and those, and those type of yeah. guys. Yeah. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I know, you know, you mentioned O-line. Um, those are kind of the contracts, O-line quarterback, wide receiver. Those are the contracts that just keep skyrocketing every single year. It's like yeah. exponential growth, but for running back, it seems like it just steadily grows every year. And honestly, stays around the same this year. I think you see a little bit of an increase. We're seeing guys projected for around 7 million annually. Um, yeah, you know, they're not getting that. Yeah. It, I feel like it's going to settle for around like five to six. You may see some go a little bit above that. Um, I know Derrick Henry is being shopped, so I think he's going to get, you know, well over 7 mm -hmm. million a year. Yeah. So um, that that's kind of where I just think it stands right now. Yeah. And the final thing by Kareem Hunt for me, I'll say um, contract. I, I agree with you. I, I was going to say around like five and a half to like six and a half. I don't see a team really going to the seven million mark, but I could definitely see him get around five and a half to six and a half million, depending on which team he goes to. If he goes to a team like Denver, I'll see between five and a half and six. But if he goes to a team like Atlanta or he goes to a team like the Bears, I could definitely see six and a half. Definitely. For sure.
Next running back is going to be Eagles running back Miles Sanders, who's been in the league for four years now, 25 years old. Track is estimating a contract of two years, 14.4, so just Mm -hmm. above uh, Kareem Hunt as expected. Um, He's coming off a career-high season. Um, He finished with 1,269 rushing yards, 11 rushing touchdowns. He had more rushing touchdowns this this season than he had his first three seasons combined. Um, He was also selected to a Pro Bowl. Um, he, he didn't do much in the receiving game, which is a little bit of a knock on him considering what Sean Payton wants to do with his running backs. You could have kind of a dynamic room where you have guys that are tools for certain areas of the running game. Um, he was, uh, but however, he was never really a goal, you know, to be a receiving back in Shane Steichen's offense. Yeah. So that's something to be considered in this uh, equation. Um, but he can still be a dynamic receiving throughout out of the backfield. I mean, he has a simmer, uh, slimmer frame, you know, of the running backs in this free agent class. Um, he, he proved so his rookie season. He had 509 receiving yards and three receiving touchdowns that season. So he certainly can do that. Um, I've seen quite a people, you know, you know, uh, criticize him a little bit for his fumbling issues or, you know, holding on to the ball. I don't think that's true at all. Honestly, he's had nine fumbles over his four yeah, seasons Two, two, yeah, over. Yeah. His career two were last season to put that in, you know, put that into a, you know, um, you know, just a, you know, in your eyes, he Derrick Henry has six last season. So I don't know where this kind of narrative's coming from. Um, he is, he doesn't, it's not really, if honestly, that's honestly one of, one of the uh, not so big concerns in my mind when it comes to running, uh, you know, Miles Sanders. But my ultimate verdict in uh, Miles Sanders is I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. And those of you that have uh, talked with me, you know that I think Miles Sanders is a little bit overrated. Um, I think at 25 years old, um, with the elite offensive line he had in Philly, basically his, his whole career now. Um, I think you, I mean, I hate knocking running backs for the offensive line. Um, you know, their elite offensive line that they're behind, but you have to take that in consideration. Um, he, he just always have, has had the easiest gaps to run through. I mean, he's, he has an easy choice of picking between in between the left tackle and left guard or right guard, right tackle, or, you know, in between the center, right guard, whatever it is. I mean, there's gaps almost always there. I mean, you t- look at Isaac Samalo, Lane Johnson, <laughs> All those guys, you can continuously continuously go on. Jason Kelsey, all those guys. So um, he has an elite offensive line. It's been pretty easy for him to the most part. Um, he's been able to stay healthy for the most part. Um, but in terms of two years, fourteen point four million dollars, I think it's a way too big of a risk. Um, you know, to see what he's going to go from an O line like that to Denver's. Um, I just haven't seen enough to show that he deserves seven plus uh, million annually um, here in Denver. Yeah, I would agree. That's like getting close to Derrick Henry money there. And um, I'm, I'm with you on the Miles Sanders part. I see a lot of Bronco fans really want it to happen. I think it's just because, you know, the the name and the, um, you know, coming from Philly. But I mean, that I, I don't think people fully gasp how great that offensive line was. I mean, you see Jalen Hurts running through just Jalen Hurts was walking into end zones was just they were designed quarterback runs. He was running and Miles Sanders got a lot of that, too. I mean, a lot of the it was a lot of gaps that he took. The offensive line was just. It was it was insane. Um, with that being said, I mean the fumbling thing with Miles Sanders, it's not an insane it's not an insane amount of fumbles, but it, to me it's a little bit of, it's a little bit concerned. I mean, it, it, I mean every running back is gonna fumble. You're not gonna really find a running back that's just not gonna fumble. Like every I mean, running back fumbles yeah, like it, at least twice a season. The only running back you know that I that hasn't fumbled I think in league history was like Philip Lindsay or something Phillip like that. Lindsay, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't really see guys. Um, I mean, guys are going to fumble. I mean, two fumbles, four, one, two. I mean, so it's not bad, you know what I'm saying? Just and he's still I young. 
yeah, he's still young. I mean, he can catch the ball out the backfield. I just don't want to give him the money that he could be asking for because I feel like a team's going to overpay for him. I mean, that's yeah. just what it seems like. I mean, they, they're coming off of what? Two loss season, you know what I'm saying? Winning the Super Bowl, he's gonna be a top, he's gonna be a, a huge ticket in free agency. I feel like a team like I said on, on my um the video I posted yesterday, I think he's going to the Bears. I think the Bears are gonna spend big on him because you know Montgomery's a free agent. I think the Bears are gonna, you know, definitely go after him. But uh yeah, I, I don't I don't see the I don't really see the Broncos going after him like that. I don't. I, I think I think yeah, he he's liking tweets and stuff like that. I just think he's trying to build speculation and everything like that. But I don't really see him going to Denver. I don't, I don't want to pay him big money that he's going to ask for. And I just don't think it's a good investment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think I don't think it's a good investment. Unless our offensive line is going to be top notch. I just I, I just don't like the situation at all. Yeah, I wouldn't really want him here in Denver. It just feels like you. Why would you be chasing a big name free agent at the running back yeah. position when you could find different, you know, cheaper options in free agency yeah. and resigning Latavius Murray for? Uh, we're here. We're already hearing that. Um, you know, Sean Payton wants Murray back in the Mark Ingram type role, mm-hmm. um, this upcoming season, which I love. I love that they're going to do that. Um, it's nothing's confirmed yet, but that's what it seems like. The, it's trending in the direction of. Um, you know, the whole Bears thing, I don't I don't think they go after Miles Sanders just because they're letting David Montgomery walk because of the money. I think Khalil Herbert um has a you know is a big reason in why he's walking. And I think if they're smart, they'll go the you know the draft way or signing yeah. a, a cheap running back option. Um maybe Ryan Poles does reach for a free, you know, a free agent running back option. Um, I don't think they will, but you know, definitely everything's on the table considering they have like 100 million in cap space. Yeah, they so. do. Yeah, uh, like the in the whole Khalil Herbert thing is interesting because he is young and he did flash last season. And, and if they were smart, I would stick with Khalil Herbert. I don't see the Bears doing. I think the Bears are gonna. The Bears are trying to reload and rebuild at the same time. They're trying to get all these yeah. draft picks, and they still had to put talent around Justin Fields. With that being said, I think I think Miles Sanders is enough talent. To where you know they'll be like, okay, we'll give him seven million a year. He can come in, and we can have a one-two punch, you know. Because for some reason, they just didn't like yeah. David Montgomery. I don't know what the the reason was. I mean, you could say health, but I don't really see the reason why. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely see them going after Miles Sanders. But as far as Denver goes, I'm good on it. It's too many underrated guys out here that that fit Sean Payton system way better and way cheaper for the Broncos. Yeah. So yeah. I would have to agree. Our next option is going to be another big name, uh, kind of like a rising name in the running back, uh, you know, running backs in general in the NFL is uh, former Packers and Lions running back Jamal Williams, who's coming off a career high season, um, just had a really phenomenal season, honestly, um, especially for all you uh, fantasy football managers. Um, he is 27 years old. Spot track projects him for a two-year $8.3 million contract. So he's kind of on the cheaper side opposed to the previous two running backs we just mentioned. Um, but he did sign a two-year, six million dollar contract uh, with Detroit two years ago. So if you put in that consideration, it's a, only a two million dollar uh, raise in total over two years. So I think he's honestly going to get more than the two-year, eight point three million. I think some some team's going to reach on him a little bit. Um, me personally, I think uh, Detroit's going to bring him back. I think they they really want that, and you know the their uh the, you know the rearview mirror, or not the rearview mirror, but you know in their uh their future for the running back position there in Detroit. Um, I would imagine you know a contract in you know the six million dollar range for Jamal Williams. Um, but like I said, he's coming off easily the best season of his six year career. Um, he had a thousand sixty six rushing yards, mm-hmm. seventeen rushing touchdowns. Um, he wasn't that big of a threat in the receiving game. Um, but also a big connection to take in consideration, just like Lou Ayeni with Kareem Hunt. We have um. Senior offensive assistant John Morton, who's now going to be, um, yeah. you know, 
uh, pass game coordinator here in Denver. He was uh, with, um, you know, Detroit there with uh, Jamal Williams the last two seasons. It's not a big connection to take in a note, uh, but it, it is one to take note of. Um, so, you know, that connection there in Detroit could potentially lead to a uh, Jamal Williams, maybe, you know, leaning here, but I, I ultimately don't think it's going to happen. Um, would I like it? Yes, but it's all going to come down to the money. And ultimately, I, I don't know if I want to spend that much money on Jamal Williams, but I do think he's a hell of a player. One of the funniest, you know, energetic personalities in all the NFL, probably the biggest, to be honest. Um, yeah. He's just really coming to his own. And I really like um, the direction he's trending up in the NFL. I just don't know if the Broncos should throw a contract at him like that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a team that's going to give him way more than that. I can see a team giving him around $5 million a year. Um, the thing about Jamal Williams, though, I'm not going to – he had a great year. Like, I'm not going to lie. He, he caught a lot of people uh, by surprise, you know, mm -hmm. and everything like that. I mean, 17 touchdowns is crazy, but you look at it. He was their goal line running back, and they got oh, yeah. and the Lions was one of the best scoring offenses in the league. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's a misleading stat by any means because you get in the end zone 17 times, that's – that's outrageous. But, I mean, he was their goal line running back, and they gave it to him every single time at the goal line. But And for that reason, he's going to get a payday. I don't know if it's going to be in Detroit. I could very well see him staying there because I think he really loves Detroit. Yeah. But I think it, it's too much money going around in free agency. And um, I think he's going to be one of those guys that's going to wait. You know what I'm saying? He's going to want to see where Aaron Rodgers goes because, you know, um, it's going to be I, – I think the Jets might go after a running back. You know, Brees Hall towards ACL. I don't know if they can be wanting to rush him back. I think they got another running back, Zonovan Knight. But I could see them going after another running back. But uh, mm -hmm. it's it's interesting. I, I For Denver, I wouldn't go after him because um, I don't think he's really what we need necessarily, the type of running back he is. Um, I, yeah. think, I think I think you do better kind of keeping Latavius. I mean, Jamal's better than Latavius, but you know what I'm saying? I'm saying like for the cheaper yeah. option, being with Sean Payton, I would go with um, Latavius. But, yeah, I, I don't really see Denver going after him. I think it's going to be one of those teams that's going to, that's going to pay him kind of more Detroit. Um, I said, Bal I, I can see Baltimore going after him because JK Dobbins can't really stay on the field that much. Um, Atlanta, but Denver, I, I, I just don't see Denver committing to Jamal Williams. I don't. Yeah. I would have to agree. And, you know, their offensive line there in Detroit is stupid elite. I mean, really, really good. And they're just building and building and building. So, yo, yo, Jared Goff had time. He, I'm not going to, no, their, their offensive line is, it, it's crazy. It, it, it's, it's crazy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So our next uh, running back option is going to be um, not so big of a name. It's former Texans, Titans, and Panthers running back Deontay Foreman. He's 26 years old, spot track projecting him for a one-year $3.4 million deal. So he's more of a budget running back among uh, amongst the big names. Um, the biggest the biggest concern with this dude is just the damn injuries, man. He, yeah. he dealt with the, the torn ACL, the torn Achilles, lingering knee injuries, a foot injury. Um, he he was able to stay healthy for most uh, the most part in 2023. He was questionable a few games, but it was probably one of the more uh, you know healthy years of his career. Um, he he played in all 17 games. Um, he was well. He only started in nine of them. He had a very solid year: 914 rushing yards on 4.5 yards per carry, six total touchdowns. I picked him up in uh, in you know fantasy football this past year, and he did, he did wonders for me in a few games. So. Um, you know, this is it's kind of an interesting option because three point four million is definitely definitely not bad at all. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be completely honest. I was big on Deontay Foreman when he came into the league, and then I think he got you know he got cut, got into some trouble, and then he found his way to Tennessee. 
And when Derrick Henry went down, I'm pretty sure all Titans fans, they love Deontay Foreman. I like because I, I have some Titan uh fans, like who are some of my friends, and they love Deontay Foreman. And in Carolina last year, he just it seems like every time because I watch a lot of Panthers fans, I mean a, pa- a lot of Panthers games, mm-hmm. Deontay Foreman runs hard. Like he does. Like, I'm not gonna lie, he it's like anytime they give him the ball, he's getting at least he's he's gonna get you five. He's gonna get you at least five yards. And this year, especially the game against Denver, he had like 113 on us, and I think yeah. a touchdown, something like that. I would love for us to get Deontay Foreman. It's cheap. Um, if if you don't want to go the Latavius Murray route, they are very similar in terms of their running styles. <clears throat> um, I I don't really see a problem with getting. It. He's still young. You can kind of invest some years into him and not pay him a lot of money. Um, and I think that's that's different with Latavius. You know, it'll be kind of a shorter deal. Um, but I think Deontay Foreman, you could kind of lock him up around that three-year range and give him like eight, nine million over that course of time and just get you a running back. But, you know, like you said, with the injuries and everything. But I think, you know, ever since he's been playing, like ever since he's come back for uh, last year with Tennessee, this year with Carolina, I mean, he's played. I mean, he's been healthy the last few two seasons. So I would absolutely love Denver to get him. I think he would bring a whole new type of feeling to that offense. He would give you Javante vibes, definitely. Just the way he runs and just he's a, he's he's a good running back. Yeah, I would not be mad about, you know, getting Deontay Foreman, but the three year range is a little bit pushing it for me. I would I would the most I'm gonna give him is one year, and that, that's absolutely it. Um, I just gotta see him stay healthy a little bit, a little bit longer. Um, and you know, continue to produce the way he was. Um, but right now, three years for a running back would be too much uh, for me, especially here in our free agency. Um, so yeah, kind of our verdict verdict on him is we we would uh, we wouldn't mind him honestly, and I think he would be he's kind of like a younger Latavius Murray and kind of a version of uh, Javante Williams, like in a sense, yeah. like you mentioned. So next running back is going to be one of the more underrated running back options in free agency. It's former Commanders and Bengals running backs uh, Samaje Pirine. Um, he's 27 years old. Spot tracks projecting him for a one year three million dollar deal, so just under what Foreman's uh, projected for. He's a former fourth round pick out of Oklahoma. Something about those Oklahoma running backs, man. I absolutely love them every year. I'm in love with these Oklahoma running backs. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who we're going to talk about um, eventually. Um, he, you know, because we're going to, you know, bring up Damian Harris, but Ramondre Stevenson, one of my ultimate favorite running backs in the entire NFL. Something about those Oklahoma backs, man. Love them so much. Um, he's coming off the best season of his, uh, his NFL. Um, Mm-hmm. Or coming off the be- you know best season since, since his rookie season with Washington in 2017, um, 2022 he recorded 394 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 287 receiving yards, and four receiving touchdowns. So he's certainly a balanced running back for sure. Um, he's just someone that all the Bengals players, coaches, and everyone in that um, you know organization, a fan base, have raved about. Um, He's certainly one of the better running back twos in the league. Um, Joe Burrow referred to P. Ryan as a culture builder, one of those locker room guys that everyone talks about. Um, and he he says he's a very fun to play with and steps up every uh, every time an opportunity presents itself. What do you think about Samaj P. Ryan and is a one-year $3 million deal um, an except, exceptional price for uh, the veteran running back? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I I like Samaj P. Ryan. I think he's one of those guys that, you know, definitely flies under the radar because, you know, the way the Bengals run their offense and Joe Mixon and everything like that. But every time he comes in, I mean, he, he balls out and Joe Burrow speaks highly of him in the locker room. I think one to three million, that's a bargain for him, honestly. But mm-hmm. um, it's going to be tough because I he could be one of those guys that's like a fallback option for Denver. Like if they don't get this guy and that guy, then I could see them. I, I could definitely see a sign in P. Ryan. 
But I honestly think he's going to end up going to a contender or staying in Cincinnati. I, I don't really see him. I don't think he wants to leave Cincinnati. I think the money for him is going to be the same league wise. So I think he's going to have a choice of, you know, where he wants to go. And I, me personally, I, I think he's going to stay in Cincinnati, but I don't know. Um, but I would love him in Denver. Honestly, I would, I, I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, mainly cause he, he can catch the ball. He's a big guy, runs over guys, breaks some tackles. And like you said, he's a great locker room guy. So what's, what's not to like about it. Yeah, I, I really do see the Bengals re-signing him. Um, I think they, I think that organization, front office, coaching staff, everybody, they really do like him. I really do believe they mean it. And I'm sure they'll come together on a, a team-friendly deal. But if he doesn't like the, mon- the money that's in front of him, I, de- I definitely think he would like to go somewhere where he gets maybe a little bit more snaps and is able to prove his worth in the NFL on another team once again and show that he deserves that type of contract. The, the, the kind of contribution he has to the locker room and the voice that he has, leadership, is one of the better, you know one of the better instances in the entire NFL and I truly do mean that he is someone that not only Joe Burrow's raved about but you know the entire locker room running back position Joe Mixon the coaching staff from top to bottom um so I definitely think I Samaj Piran I actually is he's actually one of my favorite options in free agency I would not mind him at all um mm-hmm. so our next uh running back is former 49ers and Dolphins running back Raheem yeah. Mostert one of the more speedy you know fastest uh running back options not only in free agency but the entire NFL one of the fastest running backs um but he is one of the older running backs that we're going to go over today he's he is 30 years old um spot track is projecting for a one-year 2.2 million dollar deal which is interesting they're projecting for one of the smaller contracts in free agency um i wonder what the the kind of reasoning is behind that i would expect him to get around like three four million dollars a year maybe mm-hmm. um the thing is, he was a little bit. He did take a little bit of a backseat to. Uh, I wouldn't say backseat. Him and Jeff Wilson had a pretty good combination last year. Honestly, a little bit underrated. Um, so uh, he is coming off a career high season, the best of his uh, career um, with the Miami Dolphins, who he signed with mm-hmm. in free agency. Um, he had 891 rushing yards, five total touchdowns, and only 14 games uh, started. So um, yeah. that certainly is really good. Only 109 yards short of a, a thousand yard season. The only thing with him is uh, injuries are a bit of a concern. He dealt with uh, he's dealt with knee and thumb injuries, um, but you know just him and his skill set himself. He's very elusive. He's slid between tackles. He runs very hard. Um, I don't know if you saw that beast mode run against the Bills um, around week fifteen, week sixteen. Um, it was a really damn good run. You know, ran all the way down the field, dragging Bills defenders, Bills safeties. So he definitely could run hard. He brings that kind of Javante Williams uh, mindset. So if we can get him on a bit of a bargain deal here in Denver, I certainly would not mind that. You know, him being 30 years old, we've talked about Latavius Murray. That doesn't matter because they're only going to be here for about one more season. So um, I certainly do. I would not mind getting, a, you know, an old running back like Raheem Mostert who can still have the legs of like a 23-year-old. Yeah, I agree. Um, going into last season, they gave Chase Edmonds a starting job, which I thought was kind of crazy. I'm not gonna crazy, lie. Yeah. yeah, I thought Raheem Mostert should have been starting from the jump. I mean, he's one of the faster guys in the league. Like, you know, they 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 call their offense. I can't remember what they call their offense with Tyreek Waddle and Mostert. But yeah, I wouldn't mind Mostert at all. I don't. The, the price is definitely lower. I think you know Sean Payton wants a guy that can come out the backfield, catch some quick passes, and just go. I mean, you want to talk about one of the he. he when he was in San Francisco and even this year, like you watch some of his runs, Raheem Mostert, he he be moving like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I wouldn't mind him at all. Like you said, he's coming off a career best year. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind him in Denver at all. I I, I think if we get him around, like you like you said, the one year, two million, I think we bring him back. But honestly, I think he's going back to Miami. I, I don't really see a scenario where Miami just doesn't bring him back. 
Um, especially, you know, because he's got chemistry there. The guys love him, everything like that. I don't really see a scenario where, where Miami would just let him leave, especially for that, you know, that value. You know, his value is yeah, exactly. not high. Um, but, I mean, you never know. But if he, if he were to come to Denver, I would love it. Yeah, I'm sure his former, yeah, his former and current coach, the coach that he's been, you know, uh, playing for a while now, uh, Mike McDaniel is definitely going to have a say in that, um, as well as Jeff Wilson. So I'm kind of curious to see how much money they're going to, you know, devote to that running back room. Granted, those are two guys that have a pretty low value for whatever reason. Um, they both have dealt with a little bit of injuries, but, um, I, I definitely I'm I'm kind of wondering if they would just side with one or the other and then address you know the second running back and um you know maybe still free agency or the draft so um definitely interesting situation to play out there but I definitely do think um he, he I, I think he's gonna resign with uh, Miami but I definitely I would I would love him here in Denver to be honest um next I have a guy who certainly has a great phenomenal story um very inspiring across the league especially at the running back position former 49ers Vikings and Chiefs. Um, current Chiefs running back Jarek yeah. McKinnon, um, also 30 years old. He's pl- he played on a one-year, $1.2 million prove-it year um, deal last season with the Chiefs. Um, his next uh, contract is not expected to be too far off of that, just because he's. Um, this is one of his only good seasons, you know, for in a long time. So um, he's certainly um, expected to, you know, have another follow-up great season. Um, I do expect him to re-sign with the Chiefs. Um, the big concern with him is just obviously addressing the elephant in the room. It's, it's the injuries, and it always has been the inju- injuries. Yeah. Jared McKinnon has always had a lot of potential. I mean, he signed a four-year, $30 million contract with San Francisco in 2018. Yep. He signed that and, contract for a reason. And yeah. it, it's, that's a really big uh, contract for a running, running back. But then, obviously, he tore his ACL in practice and kept him out for two years, which is very, very unfortunate. And that's kind of the fear with uh, Javante Williams right now that's def- definitely what we not want to happen and um i said i definitely think if, if, if anything's going to be if anyone's going to be there and you know really give some good advice to javante who went through the exact same situation it, it'll be Jarek mckinnon and i'm sure they don't have to be on the same team to have those kind of conversations and i want to be surprised if they if they text and whatnot i don't you know i don't know the con- connections there and whatnot but he's definitely a good would be a good vent a veteran mentor for a young running back room um, depending on whether or not they bring Latavius Murray back. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, to miss all of 2018, 2019, that's a very, very big bummer for him. Um, I know that had to have – he talked about, you know, this running back – this uh, injury, you know, I know he had to get, you know, surgery on the same knee twice. Um, it, it's a big bummer c- for him because he wanted to come back and ultimately he felt like his uh, his back was against the wall with that situation. So um, very unfortunate for him. He's one of the more – honestly, one of the best dynamic receiving threats at the running back position in all – all of football um he's a very he was a very strategic tool for andy reed and i think he could be the same thing for sean payton he racked up 56 receptions for 512 receiving yards nine receiving touchdowns that's better than a lot of receive wide receivers in the nfl so he certainly he certainly can get it done in the receiving game we saw that against the broncos this year yeah uh jack mckinnon you know I've I've always liked Jerry McKinnon. It was really, you know, it was messed up when he he finally got his money in San Francisco and then he didn't play for two years. Played one yeah. year, didn't really fit, and then they let him go. Um, when he went to Kansas City, I kind of knew what I, I kind of knew how everything was gonna go with him in Kansas City. I mean, you know, a- Andy reused him right. Um, as far as Denver goes, I think you know Jerry McKinnon for me was my third. Like I had him like the third rank um, running back for the Broncos going into free agency. I think you know. 
this is the guy I think Sean Payton is going to definitely try to get and try to steal from Kansas City. I think Kansas City, with them um, somehow, some way, clearing $21 million in cash space by cutting one player, which I think is just absolutely ridiculous. I think that they're going to, like, you know, probably resign him, give him a little bit of a pay raise. You know, they did win the Super Bowl. He did ball out um, to kind of pay with him and Pacheco, that, that dynamic punch. But I wouldn't mind him in Denver at all. I mean, he's to me, he's the best receiving back in this free agency class. I want to talk about a guy who just catch the ball and go run routes, and he's a great blocking running back, too. You remember that block he laid on um, Aleo Kuhn for the Jaguars? This yeah. flat laid him out. Um yeah, but I would love it, honestly. I think since, you know, Javante is going to be out, if you can kind of keep Latavius and bring him in for the first part of the season, you could have a really good one-two punch at running back. So I would love it. Like, I see no problem with Denver getting him. I wouldn't be mad. I don't care that he's going to be 31 or whatever. I don't care. I would take Jerry McKinnon any day. Yeah, and in, in that uh, that first game against the Chiefs with the Broncos, that kind of shootout game where they were down big. Yeah. Um, if anybody was owning the Broncos at the running back position last year, besides McKinney. Josh Jacobs, it was it was Jarek McKinnon. So yep. those two in the division, the Broncos definitely got to um, you know bolster that run defense and help out if Jarek McKinnon is going to return to the Chiefs. Um, in terms of uh, Jarek McKinnon, um, I don't really know what he's projected for. Um, I would assume it's going to be not too far off. Of, you know, like I mentioned, off of what he signed with Kansas City this last season. Yeah. Um, I would I would say like two million ish, maybe a little bit over that. Um, just because he had a, he had a, a season where you kind of have to pay him like a wide receiver and running back hybrid kind of player. So, um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what they give him in free agency. But I ultimately, I'm like. I'm like really com I'm confident to the point where I would say like I'm 95% sure he's going to return to Kansas City. I don't see why they wouldn't bring him back. So just yeah. because of the money as well. Yeah, and they're they're making moves and clearing cap too. But it's a lot of guys they do have to bring back though. So it's going to be interesting to see. They might try to address McKinnon like a little late, you know what I'm saying? Because you know you got guys like Juju and all those guys set the free agency. So they might try to yeah. address him kind of late. But uh, um, I think he'll get an opportunity to, like, wait on it and see what happens. He's going to be another guy that's going to wait. Like, a lot of these running backs are – it's like they're going to be position group that's going to wait to see where these dominoes fall because that's – that because exactly. it could change the whole way of free agency. So, um, yeah. Super excited for free agency, man. This is going to be – Definitely a blast. Every, everybody's going to be going to everywhere. So next we got Seahawks running back Rashad Penny, who yes. is 27 years old, um, signed a one-year $5.7 million deal last season with Seattle after leading the NFL in rushing yards the final six games of the 2021 season. Um, but he only played five games in 2022. Rashad Penny is one of the better, and a lot of people aren't ready for this conversation, but he's one of the better running backs in the NFL when he is healthy. No, he it, is. The, the stats, the stats show it. No, he's, he's – I mean, to cut you off, but he's scary. Like, he's scary. Like, it's – Exactly, yeah. yeah. He definitely he – show, he shows and improves it when he's on the field. And the, it's just the biggest thing with him is he can't stay on the field, man. He He's coming off a broken fibula, severe ankle sprain. Injuries have just been a glaring issue for Penny. Um, he, he still has not played a single – a full season in the NFL in five years um, in his entire career so far. Um, the closest he's got is uh, 14 games, which is – it's just sad, man. You know, yeah. the running back position is so beat up at the NFL level. And they're constantly taking so much contract and uh, contact and the, the contracts they receive is simply does not, you know, live up to the, you know, kind of the beatings that they take of that position. 2018, just put in, uh, in a, um, you know, kind of just show you guys what, how much he's played. Uh, 2018, he played 14 games. 2019, he played 10 games. 2020, he played three games. 2021, he played 10 games. And like I said, last year, he only played in wow. five 
games. So he just can't stay on the field to save his life. I feel really bad for the guy. He has so much potential and he's get he's already getting up there in age and he just is constant injury after injury. I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of those guys who maybe plays one more or two more years and then retires. Honestly, he might even retire this year for God knows, you know, I, I think he'll, he'll give it a, a one more go. And I think he, he might end up retiring early. You know, I don't like to speculate on this stuff, but yeah. he, he just can't stay on the field. I, I really do feel bad for the guy. Um, he's only started 11 career games as well. Obviously, Chris Carson played into effect in that, but he just has a freakishly good yards per carry average. It, no, it just shows. He, in 2021, he had averaged 6.3 yards per carry. That was best in the NFL amongst running backs who had at least 115 carries. Yep. 2022 had 6.1 yards per carry. 2019, 5.7 yards per carry in 10 games played. So the dude can play ball. It's just he just can't stay healthy. Yeah, and I think the connection here they're going to say is Russ, you know, that Russ, yeah. you know, loves Rashad Penny and everything like that. But, yeah, I got to agree with you, sadly. I, I I mean, I would love Rashad Penny, like, but it's a high-risk, high-reward type of thing. And yeah. uh, I don't think the Broncos are willing to bet high risk, especially at running back. You already got one running back that's that just blew out his knee. I don't think it's the smartest thing to go after a guy who can't stay on the field. But, um, yeah, but I will say, man, when, when a Rashad Penny is healthy – my, he's one of the like like Amir said he's one of the better running backs in the league and I don't it's, it's scary like you know you see the games he had this year against the Lions and you see the run he had at the end of uh, 2021 where he was just getting like almost 100 yards a game almost was just going absolutely insane um, but yeah man it just sucks he just he, he can't stay healthy and it's just one of those things where it's like Seattle at that position they just can't find guys that can stay healthy Chris Carson Rashad Penny and uh, but hopefully Kenneth Walker can just stay on the field. Yeah, it, it's just really unfortunate for him. And, you know, he's one of those guys where I would not be, like you said, high risk, high reward. Um, I would not be surprised if, like, he signs with a team. And I don't I don't think this happened just because of the injuries and stuff. You know, knock on wood, I hope he stays healthy. But if he signed, like, a, like a three-year, uh, like a one-year, $2.5 million deal team, I would not be surprised if he's behind at least an average offensive line. He gets them at, like, 1,000 yards, even if he's sharing um, snaps to someone. I think he, yep. he's just a really, really talented player. Um, but like I said, you know, injuries are just the issue with him right now. I hope he can get over that hump for, you know, the sake of his NFL career. Yeah. Um, so next we got former um, another Dolphins running back. We have former 49ers and Dolphins running back Jeff Wilson, who was traded at the trade deadline. Um, he's 27 years old. Uh, he's projected for a one year, two point nine million dollar deal, which is honestly really that's a, that's one of the more, uh, you know, efficiently pre uh, predicted contracts by spot track. Um, he's a very, very high energy player. He's great for the locker room. I don't know if you've seen his mic'd up, uh, you know, videos. He's just really high energy. Um, he reminds me of Jamal Williams. Um, he's coming off a very, very underrated 2020 se 2022 season, easily the best of his career. Um, like I mentioned, he got traded midseason from the 49ers to the Dolphins. He had 816, 860 rushing yards total on the season on 4.9 yards per carry and six total touchdowns, sharing snaps with Raheem Mostert. It's kind of crazy how they both had like 900 rushing yards on um, that season. It kind of reminded me of uh, the Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon uh, duo, you know, a few years, a few years ago where they were, you know, racking up a lot of rushing yards. Um, but I do see that he really, really wants to resign with the Miami dolphins. Um, I still think it's going to go either between Raheem Mostert or Jeff Wilson there in Miami. Um, 
he uh, he mentioned re-signing with Miami uh, as a ma- it would be a major blessing for him, and he would really really love to be back with the team. So um, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna return to uh, Miami actually. Um, but Jeff Wilson was actually one of my favorite um, you know players at the trade deadline for uh, the Broncos. I just didn't want to overpay for him. But now that he's a free agent, the Broncos don't have to worry about giving up any uh, draft capital. What do you think about uh, Jeff Wilson? Yeah, he was a guy I had pretty you know in the top seven range uh, on my running back list. Um, Jeff Wilson's very interesting. I mean, he was kind of, you know, rotational guy in San Francisco, went to Miami mm-hmm. and kind of got his time to shine. Um, I don't – I wouldn't really want him in Denver because he doesn't really have an identity. You know what I'm saying? You don't really know what his strength is and what – you know, it, okay. it's just kind of weird with Jeff Wilson. I don't know his identity, so I don't know what I'm going to be getting from him. Um I mean, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to be asking for a lot of money. But I think he, he's going to go to a team or offense, you know, that that he's played with. Um, and I think that's Miami. I don't think he's going to go back to San Francisco. I don't really see a team taking a, a gamble on him. Like, you know, like a, a team that's, you know, like kind of in a rebuild mode. He could probably go to a few contending teams like Buffalo or something like that. But I just don't really see Denver making a run at him, honestly. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of siding with that. All right, so our next um, running back option is going to be who we mentioned early on, um, Bears running back David Montgomery, one of the bigger names at the position. Um, He's also pretty young as well. Um, He's 25 years old. He's projected for a three-year, $21.6 million deal, which was it was kind of expected given the fact that Saquon Barkley got franchise tagged by the New York Giants and Derrick Henry is expected to be traded um, in the coming days or even the coming weeks. Um, So... The thing about David Montgomery is just he's just the epitome of consistency. He every yep. season of his, of his career, he has minimum 800 rushing yards, minimum 500 rushing touchdowns. He just gets it done. I mean, he yeah. he isn't going to blow you away with like 1200 yards, but I mean, that's not what we really, you know, we really have available in free agency. Um he's just a running back, not he's not really coming off the best season of his career, but that's not saying he had a bad season by any means. Um 2022, um he had uh, he was sharing snaps with uh, Khalil Herbert, like we mentioned. He had 201 uh, ru- rushing attempts, opposed to uh, having around like 250 um, per season. You know, before Khalil, Khalil Herbert kind of um, took a few snaps from him. You know, towards the end of the season, he got out- outshined uh, to say the least by Khalil Herbert towards yeah, the end of the season. I know he's one of the more fantasy or uh, you know popular fantasy uh, running back options last season. Um, 2020 was easily the best season of his career. He had the most rushing yards, touchdowns, yards per carry, receiving yards, and receiving. Touchdowns touchdowns of his entire career that season that was the COVID year uh, where a lot of you know you know a lot of players kind of shine that year but uh what do you think about uh, David Montgomery we already kind of voiced our opinions on him but what, what do you think about him I love David Montgomery um I don't know why the Bears are trying to move on from him necessarily but I feel like running back you know it just goes to a running back is a replaceable position um yeah I mean he's just consistent I mean like you said 889 yards um 1070 849 801 and I'm pretty sure if he would have got his normal bulk of carries he probably would have got to a thousand um but David Montgomery I mean, he just I, I wouldn't mind him in Denver I just think the price is too high I'm not giving I, I don't want to give him Derrick Henry money or you know, like money, like I, I, I want to give him like anywhere close to that range. Uh, it's gonna be what? What is it like around seven, seven and a half million? He's projected to yep. get. Yeah, that's that's a lot, and he's kind of too close of a style to Javante. I think that you know when he, Broncos gonna have to you know consider like we can't get a running back that's young and that's too close to Javante because you're just gonna have another situation like we like 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 you know we just coming off of with Philip and uh Melvin Gordon. You know you don't kind of want to want that to happen again. Um. But yeah, I would if we got him. If it's like a short term deal, 
I wouldn't mind it at all. It's just it's just going to be the elephant in the room that they're kind of the same running back in a way. And Javante, he's younger, more explosive, but he's just coming off an injury. So I'm kind of it's, – it's a little bit mixed feelings about it. But but in terms of just him as a running back, I think he's damn good. Yeah, no, I know I know exactly what you mean. You got to take into account the scheme fit, you know, and the the kind of player they are because they, they, are, they are similar, you know, run styles between him and Javante. And David Montgomery is only 25 years old, so he's going to be getting at least a two or three million or three-year deal wherever he yeah. signs with. So um, I don't think the Broncos are looking for a long-term fit in free agency. They're looking for more of like a one-year bridge guy um, to help Javante, you know, recover from his injury um, and hopefully bring back Latavius as well to uh, help, you know, fix that situation until Javante is healthy so I don't think looking for the long-term young running back is kind of the solution here um if they're going to do that they should go with uh the draft in my opinion um I think there's uh definitely some good uh you know third fourth fifth round options to you know solve that situation there at the running back position so next we have um someone someone who's kind of definitely I would say over the last year their name has gone way under the radar um, and that's not to say that they uh, don't deserve it because they did have a little bit of a disappointing time, um, you know, in the, with their new team. It's uh, former Jaguars and Jets running back James Robinson. He's only 24 years old. So he's actually I believe he's the youngest uh, him and Alexander Madison are I believe the youngest uh, free agent running backs available this year. Um he uh he obviously like you know most know he was traded uh, early in his rookie contract at the trade deadline from the Jaguars to the uh, New York Jets after Brees Hall um, tore his ACL against the Broncos actually um, so they you know they went to um you know um you know James Robinson to fix that situation it ultimately didn't work out um, he's actually interestingly enough uh, as projected um for a three or excuse me a four-year 15.4 million dollar deal that's 3.8 million annually definitely interesting how they're projecting it for a contract like that i would expect it to be like in the two million dollar range not that high um i'm interested to hear what you have to say about james robinson mm-hmm. because last year was definitely uh interesting they kind of depended on him to you know carry the workload after Brees hall went down but then he got a kind of got outshined a little bit by night um, he in, he only played in four games, he, but he averaged 2.9 yards per carry on 29 yard uh, tw- 29 carries. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm kind of curious to see what you would say about Robinson. I would uh, it would be an easy pass for me on Robinson. Wow, um, James Robinson is kind of one of my favorite running backs um, in the league. I'm not gonna lie. When he first came in as a rookie, um, you know he was he broke out. You know nobody knew, really knew who he was. Um, he had over a thousand yards, seven touchdowns, and he was. Um, I think he was – was he a Pro Bowler? No, he wasn't a Pro Bowler, but he was definitely on the NFL's He's top close, 100. Yeah. yeah, he was on NFL's top 100 list. Like, and that really stood out to me. And then from there on, like, the Jaguars, they just kind of pushed him out. Like, I don't think he really did anything to, you know, say that he wasn't a good running back, everything like that. Um, They just – they got Trevor Lawrence. He won ETN. So they just said, okay, we're going to go with these two, you know, ETN moving forward. Um, With the Jets, you know, he, he got there with the Jets last season. Um. It was very weird because he started the year off as a running back one. A lot of people forget that he was he was their starter at running back mm-hmm. for Jacksonville going into last season, and he didn't really play. He, he didn't really play necessarily bad. Like he he for like the first three games he outshined Etn, and then they just forced Etn and just kept forcing him. Um, yeah. Then then he went to the Jets and he just never like found a rhythm with the Jets. So it's gonna be interesting as far as Denver goes. I would love Denver to get him. A lot of people, you know, you, I'm taking into account his rookie season. You know, he had 49 catches, 344 yards receiving, and three touchdowns. So you can kind of see the, you know, he can do both. Um, I wouldn't mind it. He is 
He's going to be 25. He's approaching 25, like you said, one of the more one of the more younger running backs. I think it's kind of a like low risk, high reward. I think you pick him up and you just see what you can work with there. I would love James Robinson. I, I just feel like Jacksonville kind of pushed him out, and that's the thing with running backs. You know, teams just be so eager to replace a running back when you don't really necessarily need to. Not saying ETN is a bad running back by any means. I just thought James Robinson was doing. I, I thought he was fine in Jacksonville, and then all of a sudden you just see him getting traded, and now we're looking at him as a free agent. So. As far as Denver goes, I would love James Robinson, honestly. I feel like he could bring just something new to the offense. Yeah, he did get a little bit disrespected there and then obviously dealt with the injuries, um, you know, with his uh, knee. Um, yeah. And then like you mentioned, uh, his rookie his rookie year was definitely a phenomenal one. I mean, he was he's one of the only undrafted free agent running backs um, to ever have a 1,000 rushing yards the rookie season along with our old friend Philip Lindsay. So definitely has a good story. Um, it, I mean, honestly, it would just be a pass for me just because I feel like you could find guys who can bring you the same productivity yeah. at the same age in the draft, um, if not, you know, a year or two younger, um, you know, get you uh, less money on a contract. Yeah, I would agree. I think that he would definitely be a fallback option, um, you know, and there's some guys in the draft too, but it really all depends on what picks Denver has. But Denver has the same picks, you know, that they have now going into the draft. I would definitely take James Robinson because I, I don't really see a running back that you can get unless, you know, some guys fall. Um, but, yeah, he's definitely a fallback option, but I would still love him. Honestly, I would. I, I would still love him in Denver. Okay. So our next uh, options, he is 24 years old as well, is uh, Vikings running back Alexander Madison, who's actually probably one of my uh, you know top five favorite guys, if not top three favorite guys at the running back position that would fit for the Broncos here. Um, tw- like I said, 24 years old. He's projected for only a one-year $2.2 million deal. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think he, he might even get just a little bit under that. Um, he, he's coming off not nearly as impressive a season compared to his first three in Minnesota stat-wise. Um, he recorded 283 rushing yards on 3.8 yards per carry and six total touchdowns. So that's kind of why I think he'll get a little bit under 2.2 million. Um, I say I think the most he'll get is just 2 million straight up for one year. Um, maybe he gets like a two-year deal kind of. Um, I know the ties are there with uh, George Payne. George Payne was actually one of the guys um, that was a voice in that um, scouting department for Minnesota when they drafted him um, You know, a few years back. Um, so maybe he can give him kind of like a Mike Boone type of deal. I know Mike Boone is uh, expected to test free and And uh, Alexander Madison is certainly, I would say, twice as good as a skill set as Mike Boone. Um, then we're bringing him in right now. Mike Boone was kind of expected to be like a, a special teams guy. But Alexander Madison can definitely take the workload of a running back, too, and even be a bridge guy until Javante gets back. Um, I think he'll. I think he can take a very budget-friendly option, um, and he'll have no problem taking the backseat to Javante when he's uh, able to return to full capacity. Yeah, I think it's definitely definitely realistic for him to come to Denver. But if I had to be honest, I'm not I'm not really uh, as high as on it as you are. Um, I mean, I think, you know, he can he definitely has some potential. I think, you know, you seen when he comes in behind Dalvin Cook and he runs the ball hard. But I think that's because him and Dalvin Cook are very similar. And, you know, it's a it's a very good scheme fit. I don't know how that will work in Denver. I think it's going to be it's going to be entirely different. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how it's going to really work that well. Um, plus there's a lot of options I have above him, but I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It would just have to, it would be like one of those, you know, low risk, you know, kind of high reward, you know, type of contracts, but you know, yeah. type, type of player, but I don't know. I, I'm just not that high on him. I don't know why I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not that high on Madison. 
Yeah, he's definitely one of the more realistic options just because the uh, the fit with George Payton going yeah. back and um you know and he's definitely one of the guys who would definitely not mind taking that back seat um, to Javante when he comes back. But Alexander Madison learning from Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, what I've seen from his individual skill set, he's shown some really good flashes, and I def- I definitely think he could uh, come here and just not you know um at 24 years old, I think he has plenty of football ahead of him, and I think he's going to prove to people um that why he can you know get you like 500 yards rushing as like an RB two. Um, you know, somewhere around that range. So I, I really do like uh, Alexander Madison in his uh, fit here with the Denver Broncos, you know, especially after they uh, rebuild that offensive line. So mm-hmm. um, our next uh, next running back is going to be um, Patriots running back Damian Harris, who is uh, 26 years old. It's actually kind of shocked me. I thought he was a lot younger than this. Um, he's 26 years old. Um, Spot track is projecting him for a three year, twenty one point four million dollar deal, which is it's kind of understandable um, just because he he had a really, really good season um, in twenty twenty one. Um, you know, running the football, he had 929 rushing yards. And the, keep in mind, this is Ramondre Stevenson's rookie season. Um, he had 15 rushing touchdowns, so that was like kind of like a, a Jamal Williams type of year. Um, you know, just a, l- a little bit short of the stats, you know, Williams had, but you know, running the football wise, it was pretty good. And you know, Patriots O line isn't like all that. So, um, I like actually Damian Harris is definitely one of my favorite uh, running, uh, you know, budget running back options. But according to the contract that he's going to demand, it seems like it's going to be a little bit under the uh, up there. I don't think he's going to get that, but I definitely could see a team giving him like five million a season. Actually, like a two-year, ten million dollar deal. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised just because he he has that kind of trajectory and potential, but. Ramondre really, really outshined him last year. Um, 2022, Ramondre Stevenson had 462, um, or no, Damian Harris had 462 rushing yards, while Stevenson had over a thousand. So he really got outshined. He kind of got the snaps taken away from him, but he's definitely, I would say, the absolute one of the absolute best RB2 options in all of free agency. Yeah, I think it's kind of similar to James Robinson's situation, but it's a tad bit different. I think with uh, uh, Damian Harris, what happened was, you know, New England was just itching to play with Mondre, itching. Um, yeah. And as soon as he went down, they was like, okay, you're going to go in. He played well, and he was a starter. And then you just kind of see Damian Harris just fade back. He, he had, like, almost less than 100 carries than he had season before. I really like Damian Harris. Um, I think he's going to go to a team that – He's gonna try to be a running back one, and um, or if not a run like a close, you know, like it, it'll be a committee, but like he is, you know, yeah. he's the top dog. I don't really see that happening in Denver. I, I think, um, I think Denver's gonna try to go away from, like I said earlier, you know, those young running backs who's kind of close to the style of play from Javante, and you know, I mean, but it really depends on his contract. If we give him like a two year, ten million dollar deal, I wouldn't hate it. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't hate it. But um, I just think Sean Payton and those guys, you know, they're going to look for a receiving back because Damian Harris is not a receiving back at all. So um, I think they they might stay away from it a little bit. But I wouldn't mind it, you know, as far as, like, the first half of the season goes, we have Damian Harris and some other running back going. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that at all because I, I do think he is a good running back. He deserves to get paid, too, because he just got pushed out of New England for whatever exactly. reason that was. I mean, he just – they were just like, yeah, we're going to go with Ramondre. I mean, R- Ramondre is not bad at all, but – Running back, man, it's the most replaceable position. Man, I love Ramondre so much, and I don't blame them at all for how they address that. Maybe they could have given Damian Harris a little bit more snaps and taken that away from uh, Mac Jones, who is uh, not very good, but... um... Yeah, Damian Harris, I think he's de- he's definitely um, due for a decent contract at the running back position. And um, will it be here in Denver? I don't think so. But 
Um, if the Broncos could get him on a cheap deal, I would not be mad at all. I really do like Damien Harris uh, out of Bama. He was, you know, pretty good for them and, you know, yeah. really pretty, really good for uh, Patriots when he got the snaps. Yeah, a lot of people forget he was a third round pick. So, you know, he's he he knows his worth. He's gonna go out there, he's gonna he's gonna demand some money because he's gonna go to that season. Like, look, man, I play with the Patriots, you know, we made the playoffs, but I was only I I mean Damien Harris was the offense. I mean, it was at one point where he was just they were just running the ball. Like remember the game in Buffalo? And I know it was snowing, but it was a lot of games like that. So I mean, I think he'll demand the money. The 15 touchdowns is kind of speaks volumes. Um, but yeah, I just don't see Denver really going out there and spending on someone like him. I just I, I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see it. Um, but I definitely don't think it's the worst idea going after yeah. someone who could be like a Javante Williams kind of guy, actually, because you look at guy, you look at, you know, similar play skill sets like we just mentioned Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook, very similar play styles. And there's def- there's a lot of situations like that in the NFL as well. I mean, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubber, kind of similar. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think it wouldn't be the worst. I mean, you, why not replace a Javante Williams skill set until Javante comes back? And when yeah. they come back, it's like a really good, you know, one-two punch. And then you have like your third running back who's a really dynamic receiving threat. Yeah, I I don't disagree with what you said. I just don't like the fact, like, I don't like the idea of bringing in a young guy because I feel, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like bringing a young guy that's close to Javante. Like I said, we bring in someone like Latavius, uh, Moster, kind of like you know, a Kareem Hunt that's a little up there. Damian Harris, or how old is he? It's going to be 26. I mean, yeah. it just I, I just don't like that idea of it. I mean, but I, I don't hate the idea of bringing somebody like Javante. I just don't want you know there to be question marks and snaps, you know, from, from when Javante comes back, he's gonna get snaps taken away from him, you know what I'm saying? Like consistently. No, yeah, I feel you because that, that's easily my best player. Like, I hate the idea of like someone actually taking snaps for yeah. Javante when he's healthy, yeah, but at the same time, that I mean. It's going to be hard because he completely blew that knee out. And it's definitely going to be hard to imagine Javante anytime soon, you know, being able to take like a big workload, being the bell cow. And he still hasn't even have been that at the NFL level. And the way he takes hits, you kind of have to, you know, get like a, a co, I want to say a co-starter, but someone who does share snaps a little bit with him. Yeah. Because the way, the way he plays, you got to, you got to have a guy like that. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, they're going to go the route of getting someone like him. Um, and then they're going to get, I, I think Denver's going to sign like two running backs or at least, you know, sign one in free agency and draft one or whichever one they want to do. Cause, um, you know, I'm like, I want Javante to get his carries, but I just think the belt, like the bell cow days in the NFL, unless you're like a Derrick Henry or a Saquon, like those type of guys, I don't think teams are going to go that route anymore. Cause guys are just getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like running backs are just getting injured. And I mean, like, look at Saquon. Like, yeah, this year they had some guys come in, but you remember like the, the year they were just feeding him the ball. You got Christian McCaffrey, he was in Carolina. He kept getting hurt because he was getting he was getting like 10 targets in 15 carries. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the last running back we're gonna talk about, um, well, actually second last. Um, the last one we're going to talk about is actually on the trade market. I'm sure you guys who know who it is. The last one we're going to talk about at you know in free agency is Bills running back Devin Singletary, who is 25 years old. Uh, he's rejected for a three-year, 16.7 million dollar deal. That's 5.5 million annually, which is understandable. I mean, he's got he's a little bit of a big name, um, and he had some decent seasons there with Buffalo. He's been deemed the term overrated by a lot of NFL fans, and I mean a lot of NFL fans. Um, he's strung he's strung back to back. Uh, um, solid seasons there in Buffalo. Um, granted, his O line is really impressive, and that's another situation where I'm taking this into consideration, just like Miles Sanders. 
Um, oh, both last of the last seasons, he's had 815 plus rushing yards, uh, five plus rushing towns, uh, touchdowns, both of the last two seasons. So he's consistent, but it's just behind a really good Buffalo O line. Um, and he's not the, he's, I wouldn't say he's the most like, I mean, he's elusive, but like, I, I don't really know how to, I don't really think he has like that burst like most running backs have. I, I'm just not the biggest Devin Singletary guy, but I definitely think he could be a contributor somewhere. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't like Devin Singletary, the player at all. I, I, I don't – I'm not a big Devin Singletary guy. I think he's – who. I don't even know people who, like, rate him high. I mean, to say he's overrated, I think he's kind of fairly rated. Um, I just don't think he's that, you know, good and going to be worth the five-and-a-half million range. You can get that money to another running back. Um yeah, Buffalo had a really good offensive line, plus they had Josh Allen. I'm looking at the receiver numbers, and I just want people to realize, like, yeah, he has a lot of catches, a lot of yards and stuff like that. But that's – I mean, that's mainly because a lot of those are, like, check downs. Like, you know, they Josh weren't really Allen. lining. Yeah, Josh Allen. Like, I I, I don't think he's much of a receiving back. I think that's somewhat of his strong suit, catching the ball and, and just running with it. But it's a difference between that and being a receiving back. Because you could just give – because if no one's open, just dump it off. Like, the Buffalo's not designing plays for Devin Singletary in the past game, like some other running backs in free agency. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm, – I'm not a big Devin Singletary guy. I'm not. I don't – Yeah. I don't know why Denver would kind of go after him. Like, but my, my, my personal opinion, I think he stays in Buffalo. I don't really see him going anywhere. Yeah, he he does. He honestly has one of the, I believe, one of the, like the worst offensive offensive efficiencies in the NFL. And yeah. he just in between the tackles, I'm not really you know confident in the guy much at all. Um, I think he's more of like a one, maybe two down back. I don't see him you know being a workload back for many other teams, and uh, even even Buffalo is kind of questionable. So yeah. they they even have to have like kind of like a uh, two running back committee um, with him a little bit. So yeah, and the thing is, they've been trying to a lot of people don't they've been trying to get like replace Singletary for a while. They drafted yeah, Zach they, Moss and like they were like they were talking about trading to get a uh, Saquon. Like they're always in trade talks to getting a running back, or they're always in you know free agents trying Cook. to get a running back. Yeah, James Cook. So, but Zach Moss, the, they they got off Zach Moss quick when they realized what type of player he was. But uh, yeah, I think James Cook's gonna be the guy. Um, if they do bring him back, I don't think it's they'll bring him back kind of like in the last wave of free agency, something cheap. But he might go to a random team who he might go to because it's gonna be a team this year that's just throwing out money. You know what I'm saying? Like Jaguars were last year. Um, so yeah, but I'm 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 not on I, I don't want him in Denver. All right, so the last running back we're going to talk about today is the most obvious one. One of the biggest names in all, all of this offseason who could potentially be moved is a veteran running back, Derrick Henry, who many believe is the best running back in the NFL. Just an absolute powerhouse. Um, he is the uh, certified owner of the Houston Texans. Um, he <laughs> he he's, he's an absolute beast, man. He's a beast. And we're hearing a lot about him going for only a third-round pick, which is very Outrageous. interesting. I've, yeah, I've, I'm hearing about him just going for a third round pick. So the Broncos could do it. They have two third round rounders, and they could they could even you know add some more draft capital to that. But the thing is, they only have five picks this year. But who says uh, they're not you know using a 2024 for a uh, third round pick or whatever it's going to be? So um, ult- I'm just going to ask you straight up: Would you would you trade the picks for him and give him give him the kind of contract that he wants? Um, I'm looking at it right now. Derrick Henry's current con- current contract was four year, fifty million. Um, average salary is going to be around 12 and a half. Um, this upcoming season, his base salary is going to be 10 and a half signing bonus, 3 million. Um, I'm feeling, and I'm, I'm feeling like 
wherever Tennessee trades him to, if they're giving them a third, if they're asking for that high of a pick around second or third, I expect Tennessee to eat up a lot of that money. See, that that and that's a lot of people don't realize yeah, you're gonna be getting Derrick Henry, but you're gonna get him out of bargain for a season. And that you're gonna because I'm pretty Tennessee's gonna eat up at least half of that money. But yeah, I would absolutely love him in Denver. If I'm Sean Payton, see, here's my thing: you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Those draft picks is if you once he reached that certain status, like we're trying to win the Super Bowl, draft picks start meaning less and less. I'm coming off a third round pick for Derrick Henry, and I, I'm not losing sleep over it or none of that. If you can get Derrick Henry in Denver, and I love Javante, like I love Javante Williams and everything, and I love all the guys that we just talked about potentially mm-hmm. coming to Denver. But if we get Derrick Henry, he's going to come to Denver. He's going to be the running back one, and we're going to win a whole bunch of football games. Because Sean Payton, he's going to make – bro, like we saw – like he's winning games for Tennessee. Like he, he's a threat on the field. Like he comes on the field, you're he like – He was their offense, yeah. Yeah, he's their offense. Like you're like, man, we got to worry about Derrick Henry. Man, you get him in Denver, you got to worry about him. You got to worry about Judy. And then you got Russ. I feel like, man, I, I'm trading that third-round pick, whether it's this year or next year. Yeah. But, if I'm Sean Payton, I'm playing Madden franchise. Build the best team possible. <laughs> F them picks. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if you guys wouldn't do this, it would be a little bit of a shock. I mean, this is Derrick Henry. You, you you, you can have all the emotional attachment in the world you want to, Javante. And, you know, that's what that's what I've kind of uh, – you know, I wish I could uh, ride my mind over this. But uh, it's Derrick it's Derek Henry, man. And it's, it's only Derek a third-round yeah. third pick as well. Like, you, you got to make this trade. And like and, you said – if you want to win championships, you got to get the best of the best. So I think this is a no-brainer to Denver. And 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 Javante, I'm Javante wouldn't hate it because he's like, well, I, I can chill and like I can get I can get my rehab in, make sure I'm fully right. And when I come back, I mean, he's gonna get carries too. But I mean, it's Derrick Henry. Like he's called King Henry. You saw how he elevated Tennessee. Um, Tennessee's look like they're gonna go into full rebuild. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. And he's 29. That's another thing too. He's yeah. not even he's not even 30 yet. So. You get him in Denver and lock him up. Like, I mean, he's already got his big payday um, from Tennessee. So you could possibly get him on a little bit of a bargain, too, if you want to extend him, especially if you extend him early. I'm I'm all with it, man. I'm like, I'm all with getting Derrick Henry. I mean, when he first, was, I was like, yeah, please get him in Denver. Just please. Like, whoo. Yeah, this, this is honestly a no-brainer. The Broncos, they need a running back this year. And if, you know, maybe they want to get Derrick Henry, you know, big, that would be honestly one of the biggest trades for them in a while, um, along with Sean Payton and Russ. So, um, yeah, I definitely I would not be opposed to this. And, you know, I don't know if you don't really need Javante at that point, in my opinion. So maybe you can, re, you know, recoup some capital for him. I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, yeah, like would yeah. you really need Javante at that point? You could, you no. know, go ahead and you can go get like a fourth for him, which is the crazy thing. Like you're essentially only going to be moving up around to get Derrick Henry. If you think about it. So like, that, yeah, that's I insane. Mean, I mean, look, I love Javante. Like I said, but that's Derrick. That's Derrick Henry. Like we talking about. You can't pass it up. Yeah. He's top three running back in the league. Like, it's Derrick Henry. Like, he changes games. He changes the way they game plan against you. And if you're going to have – you're already going to have Jerry Judy and whoever else is going to have Tim Patrick, Corlin Sutton with Russ and Sean Payton calling the plays. It's going to be scary, man. It's going to be scary. Like, it's going it's to be – I'm telling you, it's going to be one of those things where teams ain't going to know what the Broncos going to run because we can beat you in different ways, throwing the ball and definitely running that football. So, whoo. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting offseason. Some of the biggest names, and um, we're just hearing about everybody everybody potentially going everywhere. So, um, 
you know, also we're hearing about Nick Chubb potentially being shopped. It's just a rumor at the moment, but that's insane. He's, in my opinion, the best back in the league. Um, he, we're here, to, we apparently there's whispers at the combine that the, Bron- or excuse me, the Browns want to be a pass heavy offense with Deshaun Watson. So uh, they don't really see a point in, you know, bringing uh, Nick Chubb and paying him the money that he gets. So um, he may potentially be uh, getting shopped and they're going to get some of those picks back from what they lost with Deshaun Watson. So that's an interesting situation as well. Um, that's a, um, I'm sure uh, Nick Chubb will go for more than what Derrick Henry is getting. Yeah, um, I don't think it, yeah. yeah, it'll it won't be too much more, but it's definitely going to be more or higher. Um, I'd expect at least a second. Um, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting situation given the fact that he is younger than Derrick Henry. So my final question for you today: We were gonna do this, uh, you know, after every free agent episode. What is your final verdict on the running back situation? How would we um, go ahead and fix it? Um, how are we gonna apply? you know, free agents and whatnot. I'll, I'll go ahead and start it off. So um, what I would do is I would go ahead and re-sign Latavius Murray, get that out of the way, get like a one-year, $1.3 million deal, something like that. I don't think it's going to be anywhere near $2 million deal, honestly. Um, so I would say go ahead and lock in Latavius Murray. The season he had last year, you can't, you know, I mean, that it's obvious his day. He had a, he had a pretty good season, you know, when all the circumstances were against him. So, I will go ahead and lock up Latavius Miranda, a one-year deal, nothing more than that. After that, attempt to a trade for Derrick Henry. Try to trade for Derrick Henry. Um, throw a third-round pick at them. Maybe even throw a fifth round with that as well. Um, I would say try to get Derrick Henry here to Denver. Why the hell not? Um, after that, um, obviously with Javante Williams still in your, um, you know, in your future plans, you would, you know, once he comes back from injury, figure out what you're going to do with him after that. Um, as well, then after that, I would say uh, go ahead and draft um, a running back in the fourth or fifth round. Um, I think that's kind of what I want to do here. I would say like the fourth <laughs> round. Um, I have some uh, two options that I really, really like in Zach Charb- Charbonnet and uh, Eric Gray, who I'm absolutely drooling over. So those are kind of the guys I would l- really like in the draft. But at that point, if you do, if you do um, trade for Derrick Henry, um, that's what I would say you don't really have to worry about running back as much. Obviously, I don't think you have to draft running back, honestly, till like the later rounds. But if you don't get Derrick Henry, sign Latavius Murray, um, bring in a guy like maybe Damian Harris, Raheem or um, Raheem Mostert um, and draft, you know, draft a guy in the fourth, uh, fourth round to fix your uh, running back issue. Yeah, I'm going to give two of my center. I'm going to give my realistic and in my ideal. Uh, my realistic thing, obviously, I'm going to go um, realistically. I think that we should sign Kareem Hunt. I know Latavius Murray. Um, I'm not I'm, I'm not dissing Latavius Murray or anything like that. I think he's a great running back. Um, but I feel like Kareem Hunt is definitely a better, and it's an upgrade, and you can kind of get him. You know, it's gonna be a little bit, it's gonna be a little bit more expensive, but I think uh Kareem Hunt should be the way to go here, especially just talking about the way he can catch the ball and he can run it too. And Javante's gonna be out most of the year. Um, and, and if we were to sign another running back, me personally, I would like Jerry McKinnon. Um, I think it's realistic. I think it's I think he could wait later on and see what the market's gonna bring him. I think obviously he'll go back to the Chiefs. That's very like realistic, you know, that that might happen. But um, but I will say this: I mean, if Jerry McKinnon keeps waiting and waiting in Kansas City is going Kansas City wants to go after Lazard and all these other big time because they're going to have a lot of cap room I feel like they're going to just wait to see what they're going to wait on McKinnon and I feel like Denver could snatch him up so I would say Kareem Hunt Jerry McKinnon that's my realistic my ideal now nah, I'm gonna give my ideal situation my ideal situation is within like this week or within whenever round draft time we trading it Derrick Henry say we trade a third 
or we trade, yeah, we trade a third to get Derrick Henry, bring him over to Denver, extend him for at least the next two seasons. Um, that's one of them. That that's that's the one move we're gonna make. And then I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep it uh, true. My um, idea is gonna be Jared McKinnon. I think if you can get Jared McKinnon and Derrick Henry, that one-two punch is gonna be absolutely ridiculous. You're gonna have a running back you could throw to constantly. You're gonna have a running back that can just pound the rock. And when Javante gets back, it can still work. You know what I'm saying? But you just have to split him and Derrick Henry, obviously. But yeah, that's just my ideal running back room. Like, but realistically, I think it's gonna be something like Kareem Hunt and Jared McKinnon or something like that. Yeah, I would not. I definitely would uh, not mind uh, Cream Hunt or Alexander Madison, um, you know, for two potential uh, options in free agency as well. Um, if the Derrick Henry trade does not work out, um, but yeah, that's kind of our final verdict on the Broncos running back situation, how they should address that this offseason. Um, we'll have a full episode eventually after free agency is over, going over all um, NFL draft uh, running backs. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Plenty more free agent episodes coming out, um, you know, the end of this week and next week as well. Um, as free agency is starting Wednesday, March 15th. Super excited. It is starting at 4 p.m. Eastern. Players will officially start putting pen to the paper. And I believe uh, around, I believe it's like Monday, Tuesday next week, um, you know, players will, um, you know, officially start kind of, you know, negotiating contract numbers. Um, you know, teams are already talking to players as well now that the franchise tag, tag deadline is over uh, we're hearing that Dray draymond jones is expected to command a lot in free agency around 20 million a year um and get that big bag in free agency so it's not expected to be with denver so um you know like i know jordan's mentioned a lot that you believe you know draymond's walking and it certainly seems like it's headed that way um so yeah broncos are losing a big guy a uh, big you know contributor in the interior defensive line someone who could uh, line up at multiple different you know uh, various positions on the defensive line so unfortunate for the broncos but they're gonna have to look to uh fill a lot of you know holes in free agency this year yeah hey before we go i want to ask you um would you be on board with cutting mike purcell no I, I mean, we already talked about that in you know our free yeah. or free agent episode. Definitely, we're not like cutting. Purcell. I didn't know if you changed on it or not. I, I didn't know if he was like, yeah, I'm good with it now. No. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not either. Like uh, the the post JPA made about you know cutting, just throwing in my Purcell. I was like, yeah, Purcell's pushing it. I wouldn't just you know cut players just to create another need. So. Well, yeah, JPA football is casual. He acts like he knows every player for every team, and he doesn't. He just he literally just rewords tweets from different sources. Yeah, if if this clip gets out there, I don't I don't <laughs> give a shit. You literally just re reword tweets from other sources and act like you're a source yourself. But anyways, that's gonna be it for today's episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed um all of our potential free agent running back options oh, for shit. the Denver Broncos and how they can fix that position. If you are listening on YouTube, hit the like button and subscribe. It took so much work for this episode and uh, to, you know, do our, all of our homework. Um, I literally went over like 16 different or 17 running different running back options for the Broncos and free agency today, um, you know, including Derrick Henry as a trade uh, as a trade option. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um, the love yeah. and support is greatly appreciated. Um, I really, you know, hopefully. Um, you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, make sure you guys are followed over there and have notifications on wherever you guys are listening to the Broncos Avenue podcast so you don't miss these in-depth breakdown episodes for free agent, uh, free agency and the draft at all the positions. Um, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm your host, Amir, with my co-host, Jordan. Until the next one, peace out.